How do you keep your customers coming back to your store again and again and keep them interested in buying more from you? Enter subscriptions. By adding a subscription model to your store, you can increase your customer retention rate while also building loyalty for your business. This week on the podcast, we're talking with Chatri Ali, COO of Recharge, on all things subscriptions. Let's dig in. Welcome to Commerce Tea, a podcast to help you succeed on Shopify. I'm Rian. And I'm Kelly. Grab a mug and join us as we talk about all things commerce. Hey, Kelly. How can merchants leverage customer data to drive more revenue and increase retention? How can they create personalized experiences customers love? I recommend Octane AI, the leading buyer profile platform for Shopify and Shopify Plus merchants. How does it work? Octane AI features a shop quiz, Facebook Messenger and SMS, and opt-in tools. Using the shop quiz, merchants can get to know customers with interactive questions. From product recommenders to gift finders, you can learn about a customer's needs, preferences, pain points, and more. This information gets saved into buyer profiles, and you can sync your buyer profile data with your Facebook Messenger, SMS, email, and ad campaigns for personalized customer journeys. What kinds of returns can brands expect? Brands using the shop quiz have increased email signups by 16 times and driven a 28% increase in average order value. Facebook Messenger and SMS see 80 to 95% average open rates and drive up to a 20% increase in revenue. Better yet, Octane AI has plans for any size business and offers a 14-day free trial. Every plan gives you access to the shop quiz, Facebook Messenger, SMS, and opt-in tools. There are also plans available where Octane AI's experts will help you set up and optimize your tools for success. This sounds great. Where can merchants go to learn more? You can learn more, book a demo, or try it free at join.octaneai.com slash commerce tea. Again, that's join.octaneai.com slash commerce tea. Hello, Kelly. Hello, Rian. How are you on this fine Tuesday? I am doing phenomenally on this Tuesday. That is fine. How about you? (laughs) It is quite a fine Tuesday. (laughs) I don't know. I don't have many other words to describe it. Getting back into the swing of things. Yes, still, still. It's amazing how how long it takes after that stop to get going. Yes. It's not like like a zero to 100. I was, I just aggressively said yes, (laughs) but I guess that's just how I feel. Yeah, we're like, um, what, one week in, two weeks in, an amount of weeks in, and I've, I still feel like I'm at 30% capacity. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm thankful for a team that is able to pick things up and immediately hit the ground running while I'm just like, <laughs> like what la, do la, I do la. with my hands? Yeah, <laughs> same, same. My team's totally holding it together. <laughs> So we have a bit of a confession to make. Yeah, we do. Um, 2020 was quite a year. As we know. I think we can all agree on this. That's not the confession. (laughs) We had a year. Um, We recorded a lot of podcast episodes with guests last year that we are just now realizing that we never actually published. So this is one of those episodes and I'm really excited for this one. Because I am a big fan of subscription models. So I'm talking your typical subscribe and save, 
uh, build a box and in, in, in uh, like a monthly box subscription model or like a membership model. There's so many things that you can do with this. Um, I will preface this. So so we're talking with Chatrialia from Recharge. This episode was recorded before Shopify released the update to allow native subscriptions in checkout in Shopify's checkout. Yeah. So if there are any references to the old checkout behavior, which honestly I cannot remember, um, but I don't see it in any of our questions, but it could have come up. Um, just a heads up that Recharge now actually directly integrates with Shopify's checkout. So you don't have a separate checkout flow. Um, the, the features of it are still being built out. If you're on Shopify Plus, it means you can't customize your checkout right now. Um, but that checkout upgrade is going to be happening in... February, I believe, either end of January or early February. I don't remember exactly when. I've only received like six emails on it, but end of year, two weeks off, this is what happens. Yes. But we love Chatri, and so we're really excited to to actually release this interview finally. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is great. Uh, we've both known Chatri for a long time. She's phenomenal. She's another leader in the Shopify ecosystem, which is awesome that there are more women leaders and she's she's just rad. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's go. Today we are joined by Chethri Ali, COO of Recharge, which is the platform powering some of the largest subscription brands in commerce. Chethri, how are you doing today? Doing great. Doing well. How are you guys? Good. Thanks so much for joining us. I am obviously a very big fan of Recharge. Uh, you know, Recharge is one of our our closest relationships with the tap room. So really big fan of subscriptions, really big fan of everything you're all doing at Recharge. Thank you. So let's kick things off by just learning more about you. So tell us about who you are and then uh, give us a little overview of Recharge as well. Yeah. So I've been at Recharge for over three and a half years. I actually started out in 2016 as a director of marketing. So not even close to what I'm doing now. And, you know, from director of marketing, transitioned into more of a, a sales role and, and quickly grew that team out. And it's now what's called the growth team, which is sales, um, solutions engineering partnerships. And from, you know, the growth that we've had there, the company obviously has evolved as well. And I'm now in a new role, which is COO, and I now oversee four teams. So, not only uh, sales and partnerships, but also the marketing team, the customer success team, and our people ops team. So basically everything not product and engineering, which is what our, our CEO and CTO cover. That's all. I love hearing that growth story. Um, and full disclosure to everyone, I've known Chetri since she joined the, the Recharge team, and she has been phenomenal and, and, and pivotal to their, their continued growth and success, in my opinion. So... Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you. We think your product is awesome. Uh, do you want to tell us more about Recharge? Yeah. You know, like I said, I've, since I've, I've been here for um, more than three and a half years, I've seen the journey and how we've evolved. You know, originally we were an app in the Shopify app store and pretty plug and play. You know, we powered um, the, the, the product detail page for a plugin and essentially where it could be very easy for any product really like a consumable product to be now sold on subscription. So, um, you know, for, for folks who were using back then, it was pretty, uh, straightforward. Now, as we've evolved, 
we've actually added several elements into what was an app. And now I call it a platform because it's really powerful what's possible using Recharge. We've launched the Recharge API. So now developers and developer agencies like the Taproom can use Recharge and really flex it and break it down and build it back up again, depending on the merchant and depending on the subscription experience they want to build, right? So we have not created a one-size-fits-all approach. It's actually the inverse of that. And we essentially say, hey, you know, um, we're making our, our API available and open. Use it as you see fit. Or... If you're a smaller merchant and you're just, you know, starting out and you're you're incubating this subscription idea, you can still use the 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 base use case of the app, which is the the more um, straightforward. So recharge only does subscriptions. There are many areas you could have decided to focus on here. Or just recharge in general is, could have focused on why subscriptions. Yeah. So I mean, if you think about it. You, and we all are online shoppers, of course, right? And if you are trying out a new brand, you're essentially psychologically taking a, a leap of faith, right? You're, you're saying, hey, I'm going to try you out. I'm going to see how um, you as a brand can reflect either what my needs are, my values, right? If, if it's a, a fashion brand, you know, you can buy a t-shirt anywhere, but, but why um, XYZ brand, right? So for us, we're thinking about, okay, if it's kind of like a risk, how do you change the psychology of that risk, right? Like you, you want to empower a buyer to perhaps um, keep coming back to that familiar brand, right? And so it's another way of saying loyalty, right? And we, we all know um, our favorite loyalty um, apps. But if you take that a step further, you know, you think about a repeat buyer, um, truly like a repeat buyer is 50 more, 50% more likely to make another purchase than a new customer. And they also spend 33% more money um, because they're just so bought in. They're so loyal. They believe in that brand and they, they really believe in that brand's mission. So taking it back to subscription, if you can make it easy for, um, for someone to, you know, no brainer, come back, subscribe, and then keep that relationship going, um, on average, you're probably going to have between you know seven to nine interactions with a customer or subscriber versus a one-time um, customer. So at the end of the day, if you think about a merchant's goal, truly, it's it's not just focused on those one-time purchases. They're focused on um, you know really thinking about customer lifetime value and extending that beyond the normal average. Would you say that subscriptions can be used by all merchants? Is it a specific segment of merchants? What would your recommendations be for a merchant who's like, yes, subscriptions, no subscriptions, or somewhere in between? Yeah, honestly, I I probably would answer this differently four years ago. So four years ago, we worked really well. We still work really well with the consumable brands. So the brands that you would normally find in like your kitchen or your bathroom. So kitchen would be coffee beans, right? Bathroom could be um, refills for your razor. And so those verticals do really well because again, very obvious, you're consuming something, you're going to need more of that and and refill. Um, Now we're seeing actually... um, different use cases beyond subscription. Again, going back to the fact that Recharge is customizable, we're seeing different business models pop up that we're now powering, for example, membership models. And we are actually working with several fashion brands now that we wouldn't normally be four years ago. We are now empowering things like member member only access points within a website. Um, I can go and give you examples. Um, One of my favorites is Drink House. 
So I'm um, not sure. I'm sure you guys know Helena. Uh, we're we're good friends, and you know her and her team launched a brand over a year ago, and they have um, an aperitif that is not a wine or a beer. It's it's a liqueur, and she's now offering that on subscription. But it's more of a membership approach oh. because you're not only getting one bottle or two bottles. You're getting free shipping. You're getting access to member-only flavors. You are, in a normal environment, getting access to members-only events in New York City or LA. And so she's creating this experience around a beverage, right? So that's a membership approach, and it's all powered by Recharge. I still haven't ordered from Drink House yet, but I am very eager to do that because Everything I've heard about it is that is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I almost did like three days ago and then I didn't. And I think this is this conversation is going to be what puts me over the edge because I saw they have a beautiful rosé aperitif right now. And first of all, love rosé. Second of all, have been dying to try this brand. So awesome. We should do a follow-up commerce tea podcast, but commerce aperitif. <gasps> love yes. It. Yes. We're absolutely doing that. We're in. <laughs> So speaking of great brands using Recharge, I love a good success story. Can you share a story from when a subscription pivoted a business or was like a really big aha moment for them? So in general, no one, no one knows if subscription is going to work for them, right? And, you know, oftentimes folks are selling uh, their consumable good as a one-time product. And then they'll install recharge and they'll kind of see what happens. And either subscriptions take off or they don't. And I could probably spend an hour talking about how to optimize for a subscription. Um, and Kelly, you've built several sites and you also have um, knowledge there. But you know what we've seen is companies like um, you know Dr. Axe, for example, they're a supplement company, they're a nutrition-focused company. Um, they really started off based on the, the uh, lifestyle that Dr. Axe himself was promoting. And then he would obviously talk about the supplements and um, different uh, food and beverage products you could purchase to power a specific lifestyle. So for them, they experimented with subscription. Now, you know, subscription is over, uh, over 40% of their business. Um, so for them, they've taken a very conservative approach in terms of thinking about that. They now have a team of, you know, seven people, um, if not more, who are all focused on optimizing the site, um, optimizing the promotion for subscription, and really thinking about A-B testing, um, really taking a good look at, at conversion. So I would say that's a great success story. Um, but there's also, again, like these companies, like um, the, new, the newer folks, like Drinkhouse, uh, we've seen them grow. We've seen companies like CocoKind, they're a, a company out of San Francisco focused on skincare. And they also launched um, a membership model with us in the last year, and they've seen their memberships grow. So, you know, in terms of a great success story, you have this small company in, in SF experimented with Recharge, and they now have, um, you know, I, I can't share publicly their, their numbers, but they, they have a, a very large number of members that have now uh, subscribed essentially to that membership model. I love hearing a, a great success story. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. And you talked a little bit just now about memberships and we talked about that previously with House and how they're using Recharge as a membership model. What type of subscription models are there and how can merchants use these use your app in different ways and in different different manners? Yeah, so we 
we do well with three types of subscription models. One is the bread and butter subscribe and save that we're all very familiar with, you know, and that's really, again, how we got uh, most of our growth in the early days. So companies like Black Rifle Coffee, Lola, Feminine Care Products, Billy, Razors, that's considered replenishment. So that's a subscribe mm. and save model. Love Billy, by the, the way. Second, yes, they're <laughs> awesome. Uh, the second type is more that curated approach, right? So if you, if you think of the box of the month or box of the quarter type companies who create more of a curated experience where they, as the merchant, are selecting what goes in your your subscription delivery, that's considered a curation or a box of goods. And so we've done also really well there since the beginning, you know, Pusheen Box, Boxu, which is Japanese snacks, Box of Style, which is um, a collection of, of fashion goods and skincare. So that's the second type. Third is what we already talked about, which is more access. How do we gain access to a particular uh, membership model or perks? My favorite example of a curation box actually is a company out of the UK. It's called Craft Gin Club. Yes. So good. So good. Do they deliver to the US? I don't think they do. I don't think they do because of liquor restrictions and shipping. And that's that's why a lot of companies um, can't even cross state lines because of the restrictions there. Laws for shipping alcohol are ridiculous and the states are to blame. Um, I can't, (laughs) I live in Georgia and we can't have any liquor delivered. We, I can order, uh, wine and I can, I think I can order beer maybe. I don't know. I can at least order wine, but like, that's it. We are so far behind (laughs) a lot of States. Like Rhea and I were talking about it the other day and she's like, oh yeah, I just got, you know, all these like, uh, cocktail kits delivered from some local bartender. And I'm like, I just did curbside pickup at our <laughs> local liquor store because that is the only option I have. Yeah. I mean, this sounds like a great topic for the Commerce Aperitif podcast. We, yeah, uh, yes, that's all we're going to talk about. And we'll have some cocktail-driven folks on as well. Cocktail. I can't wait. That's going to be a great episode. Everybody, you're going to want to tune in. It's going to be our, like, our, new, our new bonus episode structure. I love it. <laughs> So what makes a subscription successful, Chathri? So, so many aspects of the website go into making subscriptions successful. So it starts, to me, I talked about the buyer's journey, right? Like all the different touch points that you can have for subscription, right? So there's the obvious one, which is the product detail page and how easy it is for someone to subscribe. If you make it hard, it will be harder to grow your subscription base, right? So, you know, make it easy um, from the product detail page. And from there, again, reducing friction. So you go straight from the the PDP to checkout. Um, But what makes a subscription successful is not just on the front end, making sure folks can uh, at least subscribe. It's everything that happens after a subscriber um, decides to commit, right? So what are the communications that you send after that checkout is successful? Um, and how, do, how does that person manage their subscription? If you, again, focus on making it easy, they're going to engage um, more. And by the time they do get to what we call the customer portal, which is where a subscriber engages with their, that brand and the subscription itself, we, you also want to make it fun and engaging, right? So there's so many... Um, ways you can tweak that subscriber experience. For example, you know, a company that we work with, FlexFits, which is a feminine care 
product, they have actually taken their customer portal and flipped it on its head and have added so many elements into it to help that subscriber because it's such a different type of product. They've added education into the customer portal. You know, how, how does it work? Um, they've added in a, uh, a loyalty area where you can actually, um, you know, collect points. Um, you know, different merchants have added in um, the ability to very easily and quickly skip, swap, or cancel their subscription, right? So um, the way that folks can help grow their subscription base and keep folks engaged is, again, make it easy to subscribe, make it obvious how to engage with your subscription. And then once they're in the customer portal, make it, again, obvious that as a subscriber, you have options. And then that's how you create retention along the way. Retention's hard to get right especially since it varies so much from from vertical to vertical, from brand to brand, how you communicate with your customers, just that kind of relationship that you have with them. So I think that's like reducing churn has been one of the most challenging things that I've seen merchants uh, struggle with. Yeah, it's, it's surprising to us how much merchants aren't aware of really easy features to implement. And I, I won't make this a how to use recharge podcast, but there are really, Quick, quick ways to make it obvious for folks to skip and swap, right? Like in terms of, of retention, as soon as you hit cancel, right, that that subscriber goes from um, an active state to inactive, right? So as a merchant, you want to make sure to protect that. So again, if you can uh, make it super obvious and easy to swap. So um, if you're subscribed to a particular type of coffee and it's a dark roast, making it obvious to swap perhaps to a light roast, or if you're subscribed to a protein bar, that's a vanilla protein power bar, make it easy for them to switch to the mocha coconut flavor of that protein bar. So then it keeps it, I mean, we're all human, right? Like we don't want to keep having the same thing over and over again. So make it easy to mix things up. For sure. So I know we gave some examples of different kinds of membership models as far as what recharge uh, customers are currently using, but I'd love to hear some examples of some of your favorite stores that are that have been successful using recharge. I, I knew I needed a whole another hour. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I I really love Hunt a Killer as an example. They, you know, again. A lot of us were like, how is this going to work? So Hunter Killer is essentially an episodic box. Um, it's, a, it's a sequential box experience where they actually create a murder mystery approach, put all the clues and different items into a box. You ship it out to your your dressing. You you know work through the murder mystery with your family or friends or even now coworkers. They've now launched a whole different product mm. to do a mystery box with your coworkers. Yeah. And so that's one of my favorite examples. Um, and again, the, the co-founder of that company has an amazing uh, background in history. If you, if you ever read his story, awesome story, uh, Ryan Hogan, who's um, the co-founder of uh, Hunt a Killer. So that's an example. Uh, personally, what I subscribe to, um, I, I subscribe to a lot of different brands. My husband thinks I'm kind of crazy seeing how many boxes show up <laughs> at our front door. I can commiserate but- with that. Yes, same. My husband's like another one. I'm like, whoa, judgy. Like, yes. Market research. (laughs) Market research. (laughs) To be honest and to be fair, you know, given what's um, gone on in the world and not being able to, you know, go shop outside as much, having these items show up at your door is actually healthy and convenient. But um, (laughs) I subscribe to La Cologne Coffee. So they sell a uh, 
draft latte in a can, which is like a first of its kind. It's so and good. <laughs> so good. It's so, y'all, we hadn't talked about this beforehand, but let me tell you, that is a phenomenal product that you all need to eat, drink and put into your body. <laughs> yeah, they're one of our early coffee subscriptions brand, subscription brands that we've been working with since I think 2016 when I've been, when I joined the company. But yeah, I received their, their um, draft latte in a can. I have several supplements and snacks. Snacks is a big one for me. So I have uh, Dang Food Bars, which is an almond uh, kind of keto focused bar that I buy and subscribe to. Uh, you know, another one is um, Biotrust. They have couple different supplements that I've purchased. And then I would say finally, just vitamins and supplements. So, you know, again, mentioned Dr. Ox already, but that's an easy one to subscribe to. Important question. Where can we find you on the internet? Me personally, I am on LinkedIn and Twitter and it's super easy. It's just at Chatri. And then Recharge is at www.rechargepayments.com. And we're also in the Shopify app store as well but you can install for free and get started. And, uh, you know, I'm obviously here in terms of my, myself and my team, we're here to answer any questions that anyone has about how to get started, how to grow a subscription business, and really um, share what's worked for other merchants in the, the space. Okay, so I just need to call this out because I thought this was the coolest thing. The updated pricing for Recharge. Yes. That it is free for the first $100,000? Yes. So we launched this during COVID, um, you know, in response to figuring out what can we do as a company to help our merchants during this time? What can we do as Recharge to help our, our agency partners? And then finally, what can we do to help our employees? And so we took the first couple of weeks in March, really trying to iron out what we could do, what was possible. The first, um, easy win for us, win in terms of helping our merchants is to make it free to use Recharge and only charge merchants once things started to pick up for their business. So the intent was to reduce any friction or um, hesitation a merchant might have in trying to grow their business at that time. Because frankly, and and you all know this, several folks were trying out um, you know, Shopify and Recharge for the first time. And so for us, we only charge once someone passes the $100,000 threshold, which essentially to us shows that, yes, okay, subscription is working for that store. If not, to us, we think that that is still a win because, you know, you're trying out Recharge, you're you're seeing what's sticking, um, and perhaps subscription isn't right for your brand, and you're still not charged. And I think that's that's the, the fun part about commerce today is that you can experiment, you can iterate, you can pivot. And for us to offer it as like a no risk option, again, it, it, it took COVID for us to make this happen. But uh, for now, we were, we're going to keep that pricing is here to stay. I absolutely love that. Like it removes so many barriers like that, that zero risk is, is to me, it's a no brainer to just give it a shot. If it doesn't work out, you can get rid of it. Exactly. I actually have a friend in LA who's a floral designer who I kind of speak about quite frequently. And she was pre-COVID doing like major installations and like Coachella, you know, huge things. And she's had to pivot to a more um, one-to-one model where she's, she's making smaller bouquets. And she, we, I helped her implement recharge. And when I saw that it was free for the first hundred thousand, it made such a difference to her bottom line because 
it, it was a way for her to experiment with a new way of doing business while also finding a, a way to sustainably have monthly recurrent revenue and to to ensure that she's successful. So thank you so much for for doing that because I know it's, I, at least people in my life, I, I have seen it make a huge difference in their lives. So yeah. Yeah, I'll just add to that real quick is, is you know, we saw a lot of experimentation during the last recession and, you know, we saw how um, many people signed up for Shopify at that time. And so for us, we had a hunch that, again, in this environment, that there'll be a lot of people who would be experimenting. So again, it, 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 it seemed like such an obvious after we did it, but I'm really happy that we, we made it risk-free, that it's just reduced friction for anyone who's perhaps uh, lost their job and they're just trying to see you know, if they're... Uh, their craft or the goods that they, they can sell now online is even um, right for a subscription. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, we close out all of these episodes by calling out a Shopify store that is inspiring us, something that looks cool, like our products, whatever it might be. So I would love to put you on the spot to choose a Shopify store, maybe that's powered by Recharge, uh, that you would love to call out. So, one of my my favorite brands is definitely well known, but I think that's by design. They've spent a lot of time thinking about how to build the subscription experience, and it is a brand which is native, native deodorant, and they've done a really good job about making it easy to to do what I talked about already, which was you know swap a product, but also um, adding a, a trial sample into your next delivery, so that upsell. Um, that they've added into their customer portal is beautifully designed. We constantly refer to their customer portal during our uh, calls with prospective merchants. And it's just it's just a clean design. It's a great product. They have really clear messaging. And they've done a really good job um, with growing their business, not only in the online, but also in the offline. I'm sure you guys have seen them in uh, Target and CVS. But I think from end to end as a brand, they've done a great job. Yeah, they I I completely agree. Like everything they've they've got it all figured out. And I'm sure if they were listening to this, they'd be like, no, we don't. But <laughs> at least to us, they're a really great example. <laughs> Rian, what's your story? Mine is not related to subscriptions. Um, and this is partially informed by the fact that I'm a huge RuPaul drag race fan and it's all stars right now. And I love dragqueenmerch.com. And here's why. It's not just because it's a bunch of merch for drag queens. It's because of or of drag queens for consumers such as myself. I really love how they this brand handles multiple performers. And because we see so often merch stores trying to do this, right? Where they're trying to handle multiple bands or multiple artists and they kind of swing and miss. And Drag Queen merch has in their performer section, it's all sectioned out and each performer has their own collection, but it all goes to the same cart. And that way for artists who maybe are on tour or doing their art full time, this is a great way for them to sell their merch without having to worry about the sticky parts of selling merch, which is most of it. Which is most of it. (laughs) And having physical goods on hand. So Drag Queen merch keeps the physical goods on hand and does like the back end everything. And then the queens and the artists get to just be artists and to do their thing. So I I like that um, combination of, of things. Also, it's pretty. It is pretty. 
So mine is kind of silly, but I love it. It's called pinatagrams. You can send a pinata <laughs> to somebody that's filled with candy. And there's like, you can have a message go with it. It's like a congratulations or, you know, whatever you want to give. Happy birthday. And you literally ship them a pinata and then they could just beat up on a pinata and then they get candy. I think it's, I think it's a, such a wonderful idea. If I don't get one for my birthday, Kelly, I'm going to be a little disappointed. I know. No pressure. I have <laughs> not too long to get it to you now. <laughs> Inspired me. I'm gonna have to somehow either power this myself or try to have someone else do it. But I want to do like a glitter bomb of the month club. Oh my gosh! Oh, yes. Yeah, we need to do that. There's a whole backstory to that, but that'll we'll save that for the commerce aperitif podcast. <laughs> but I need to. I, I need to build this with someone. I well, let's let's take that part offline so no one can take our ideas. And uh, <laughs> chat three, I. We are so excited to have you back for Commerce Aperitif, where we shall be drinking aperitif slash wine and talking more things commerce. Can't wait. Very excited. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thanks again to our sponsors for supporting this episode. We have a YouTube channel. You can subscribe at youtube.com slash commerce tea. I'm still learning how to talk. Yeah. So commerce tea YouTube channel. We covered it now. We do friendly Shopify store teardowns. So check that out. They're really fun to watch and they're really fun for us to record as well. And if you want to have your store potentially torn down, friendly, of course, friendlyly, friendly, in a friendly way. <laughs> words um we have a place for you to submit your store actually in the description of any of the videos that are on our youtube channel so check those out uh, if you like our podcasts please leave us a review on apple podcasts reviews make us really happy and we love to read them you can subscribe to commerce tea on your favorite podcasting service we post new episodes every tuesday so grab your mug and join us we'll see you next week Clocked In is a time clock for Shopify. With Clocked In, your team members can easily clock in and out of their shifts from anywhere. You can manage your team's hours as they work remotely with an intuitive interface that can be used from desktop, tablet, or mobile. Check it out at clockedin.io or in the Shopify app store.